Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into today's edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned, full-service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern, running things on the TV 10 side, Avery Newport. Happy to have you with us here on this Thursday, February 3rd, here in the Eastern Panhandle. A lot to go over today. Yesterday was National Signing Day in the country and in the area. A lot of players, or you know, some players made their signings and some committed uh a couple specific a former martinsburg player uh grantham Dwayne grantham is his name he was at lake shaw i don't know lakawana community college or junior college i think yeah i think he was a juco yeah, juco a juco transfer yeah. he's going to shepherd he's returning to the area and going to shepherd uh a couple other guys going to shepherd as we mentioned yesterday on the show Sammy Roberts from uh, Jefferson as well as Lanza, as Caden Lanza from there as well. And at Kaysen. Kaysen Lanza. And at Martinsburg, we'll have Christian Slack going there. Uh, Jacob Barrett going to Jacksonville State to be to be coached under Rich Rodriguez, as many people know. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Got a little backstory on that from Coach Sherman. Wanted to share that here because it's not really in what we're about, we're about to uh, pre-produce thing we're going to show you here. Um, so Rich Rod, obviously famous for being the West Virginia coach. Still a little salty. Not what? as much. Why are you salty? 13-9. I don't know what you're talking about. They lost to Pitt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. National championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was there. Well, turns out before that, he made stops at Clemson and Glenville State. Well, Coach Sherman at at Clemson, I believe, during that time, and his brother was at Glenville State during those times. So the connection there helped get Jacob Barrick to Jacksonville State. You know, I like connections like that, it's where you know you got your high school coach can be like, oh, well, we've got this guy, or you know, kind of thing, kind of show off his talent of his team that's not really getting well recruited when it sh- when they should be getting well recruited. I uh, just thought that was an interesting. I don't know. I mean, they had two story. guys go Division One, and three other guys get college offers to D two. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty good for most high schools, I would say. Yeah, but when you're a state championship team like they are, you'd think there'd be a few more people get going. Yeah, but it's tough for public school kids to get recruited. I think compared to private schools. And yeah. That's pretty good for a public school in the Mountain State, I think. Yeah, definitely, and I know uh, little backstory on Hudson Clement making his commitment to WVU yesterday as we kind of talked about last week on the show last Friday Neil Brown made a trip to Martinsburg High School kind of at random we kind of discussed potentially what it could be for well got the backstory there he uh he you know talked to Hudson you know he said why don't you come down for a visit so he can't Hudson went down for a visit on Sunday and um they offered him a preferred walk-on offer, and he, you know, decided yesterday that he was going to commit there. And, you know, we talked about uh, in the Mountain State, there's been 
you know, one player specifically in the last couple of years at Spring Valley, Grayson Malashevitz, who is in the receiver room as well. He just recently received a, a scholarship last year uh, before the season. So, you know, that definitely gives Hudson, you know, something to, to drive to strive for there in the first couple of seasons. I'm I'm excited to see uh, how he does as well as uh, Christian Slack, Jacob Barrick, and everybody else that has uh, committed from the Eastern Panhandle. Yeah, definitely. And uh, here's a video that we uh, that I, that was made this morning. We interviewed those players, and Colin able to put the video together earlier here today. Here is the video. First thing I'd like to just uh, appreciate everybody uh, coming today, National Signing Day. Um, of course, we already had one uh, early signee in December with Braxton Todd going to Bowling Green. But I uh, just want to talk a little bit about these three guys that are signing today. So coming this way, Jacob Barrick um, signing with Jacksonville State as a tight end. Hudson Clement signing with West Virginia as a wide receiver. And Christian Slack signing with Shepherd University as a D lineman. All right, I also want to talk a little bit. He's not here. His prep school at Doran Smith is actually signing today as, with Cornell as well. So we're proud of Doran um, going to prep school up in Salisbury and then uh, furthering his career at Salis Salisbury. So the way it's going to happen a little bit today, guys, is uh, these guys will sign individually. Hudson's going to go first, and then whoever wants to set up their stuff next can set this stuff up, but I really, uh, I'm proud of these guys, and they're here because of their character and their dedication to their academics, first of all, and then just being great team players. All these guys are great team players and uh, put their team first, and now they have individual honors, and they will go on to play college football because of the things that they did for this team here at Martinsburg. So uh, we appreciate these guys, and uh, good luck to their future. All right. All right. We're here with uh, Martinsburg Gatorade State Player of the Year in football, Hudson Clement, making the commitment to West Virginia today, and obviously a big decision, very late decision for you. Yeah, um, it was late. You know, uh, Neil Brown came to see me at school and um, uh, talked to me, let me know everything, everything that was up, and uh, had me come down for a visit. And I came out for the visit, talked more with them, and, and just fell in love with uh, West Virginia school and uh, the campus and everything about it, the coaches, and I, I think that's the right place for me. Is that kind of been your dream to play for WVU, uh, like your whole life growing up? I mean, yeah, it's always been up there. I mean, WVU, I uh, knew that was the biggest D1 school, hometown school, and uh, it, yeah, it's been a dream for me, and um, it's pretty crazy that it's finally, you know, coming true. Going back, obviously, you guys win the state championship. You have the eight touchdowns in that game. You know, a little while later, you named Gatorade State Player of the Year. How is the last kind of, I guess, two-ish months been for you? Uh, they've been crazy, you know. Um, uh, some accolades that I'm just very proud of, uh, very humbled to get, and uh, they've been crazy, but, you know, it, job's not done. I got a really big task ahead of me now going up to uh, Morgantown. I'm going to have to work, put in all the hours and everything, but I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to get going, and I'm ready to start new and uh, get going up there at Morgantown. 
besides West Virginia being the biggest offer that you received, was there anything specific that you liked about either the campus or the school or, or just what Coach Brown pitched to you? I mean, yeah, there's a few things. I mean, the campus and everything is just breathtaking. I mean, you, you go there, the facilities and everything there is just, uh, it's, it's little to none. Like, there's lots of stuff there that can help me get to where I really want to go, and I think that was a big deciding factor in uh, picking where I want to go. Do you really uh, bet on yourself here going with the preferred walk-on route? You've seen guys there, especially recently, Malashevitz being one of them in that receiver room. You kind of look to that and be like, oh, I can do that and then get a scholarship. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just uh, gives me more fuel uh, coming in there as a PWO. Uh, I know I'm going to have to work even harder and do everything ten times more, but, you know, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to do what i got to do to get a spot. Out at Martinsburg High School with Shepard commit Christian Slack, defensive lineman now. Uh, obviously, the last couple months been kind of busy for you, getting that state championship win and then kind of seeing wh- where you're going to go in college. What's the last couple months been like? Uh, it's really been hectic. It's a really stressful experience, but had fun all the way through it, and I'm really happy with the decision I made. Uh, what was appealing to you about Shepard and why did you want to go there? Uh, destination, the people I know, all my family can come to my game, so that was a really positive. Obviously, growing up in the area, you see two other guys from the EPAC committing, yeah. you know, on the offensive side, specifically, you know, guys from Jefferson, Sammy Roberts, and Lonzo. How does that make you feel knowing that you know some people at least that you're going to be playing football with for the next four years? No, that makes me really happy. I actually hope that I uh, room with one of them at least because. Uh, I met Sammy a couple times. He's a really cool guy. You know, we congratulated each other when we committed, so I'm really happy about that. And at Shepard, uh, offense and defensive line-wise, they're, they're losing a lot from last year, so uh, you'll definitely have an opportunity to compete for uh, playing time right away as well. Yeah, that's what they said at least, so <laughs> see what happens. How much did uh, Tyson hype you up over there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> He, he's awesome when it comes to Martinsburg recruits and everything, you know, uh, getting our names out there to see Shepard. So he was awesome. What are you hoping to achieve at Shepard uh, football-wise? Uh, my first year, I just want to get in the rotation, start playing. By my senior year, I want to get all-state or all-conference, whatever it is there. All right, thanks, Christian. Congrats, and good luck at Shepard. Thank you. Out here at Martinsburg High School after the signing ceremony, and uh, we're here with Jacob Barry going to Jacksonville State. Right now, D1 FCS, but making the move up to FBS in the next uh, two years. How does that make you feel knowing that, you know, you're going to be able to compete at the highest level in college football? It's going to feel great. Like, I feel like I can play at that caliber, and I'm going to make it a point. What was appealing to you about Jacksonville State? Uh, Why did you want to go there? The hospitality, the coaches, the new facility that they got down there on the campus. And we were talking to Coach Sherman earlier. He kind of mentioned the connections with Rich Rod, and you know how much did that play into it? He could relate because he knew Coach Sherman, and he knew what uh, Coach Sherman taught me. And he said he's from West Virginia. And Jacksonville State is a program. They seem to be, you know, getting better every year. Obviously, making that jump to FBS. So how exciting is that to? get a chance to play there and be a part of that uh, building process. It's going to feel great. So you'll be playing tight end there. Uh, you played both sides of the ball here at Martinsburg. Uh, what are you looking forward to about your football career? What do you want to achieve at Jackson State? Playing tight end, uh, playing slot. That's what they're talking about because I know how to run the new formations with the new coach. So what, what I guess are some of your goals for your career there? 
uh, going All-American, running my stats, and hopefully going to the draft later in my career. All right, thanks, Jacob. And Jacob Barrett committing to D1 FCS right now, soon to be FBS Jacksonville State. And uh, thanks for joining us. Best of luck. Thank you. There you go. That was the three seniors signing at Martinsburg High School. And obviously, it was cool to catch up with them after that. But, uh, you know, I didn't really know that tidbit about Jacksonville State, that they're moving up to FCS and moving into Conference USA. I forgot about all that realignment. Didn't really, Nick and I haven't really been tuned into Conference USA much anymore. Yeah, I, I kind of forgot about it, but I, I do remember seeing that once we. Yeah, now that I thought about there. it, I did remember um, that. Obviously. You know, they've been a program on the rise and uh, a chance for them to move up. Conference USA has had so much realignment uh, that it, it needed some schools, and they're picking up them. I think Liberty was one as well. Yeah. So uh, trying to keep that conference kind of afloat after Marshall. Uh, Old Dominion, Southern Miss. Southern Miss all, all leaving. So. All leaving, yeah. Uh, but it was great to catch up with them, and good luck, best of luck to them as they continue and embark on their college football careers, college academic careers as well. That does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. When we come back, we'll get the uh, Shepherd Report from Avery Newport, both, high, or both men's and women's hoops teams in action last night against Westchester. We'll get that when we come back in two minutes on the Sports Mix. Just getting started. I was singing to you, you were singing to me. I was so alive, never been more free. Fired up my daddy's lighter. We sang. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above market trade in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway. Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and 250 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Home helpers of the Eastern Panhandle making life easier for you, your family, and especially your loved ones that need their care. They are locally owned and searching for smiling faces to hire so that your loved one can stay in their home where they are the happiest. Call 304-433-8000 or visit homehelpershomecare.com slash panhandle. Or you can visit them at 3192 Winchester Avenue right here in Martinsburg. Each office is independently owned and operated. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix for your February 3rd, 2022. Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. Our intern, Avery Newport, running things on the TV10 side. We're about to hear from him in the next couple of minutes here as uh, we talk some Shepherd action. We'll actually be joined here right after this segment, the next segment, by uh, head football coach Ernie McCook to uh, recap their signing day yesterday. They signed, I believe, close to 30 members for their team uh, for next year after close to 30 people are graduating and moving on because they had a lot of grads come back due to the COVID year. Uh, but hoops action last night for Shepard. They were both at Westchester after their game on Monday for uh, doubleheader action. And uh, women's gets the win uh, 65-47, and the men fell 70-57. to and we'll start with the women here. Uh, Avery, a five-game winning streak now for uh, the Shepherd women's basketball team. Yeah, they're 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 on a roll right now. They're playing really well. They won last night on the road at Westchester, sixty-five forty-seven was the final score. A little bit low scoring for the Rams. Normally, their offense is uh, one of the best in the conference this year. So. Uh, yeah, the offense wasn't clicking as it normally is, but they were still able to get the win on the road uh, against a Westchester team that's been struggling a little bit this year. So taking a look at the box score now, the Rams had a good first quarter. They've typically started pretty slow the last couple of games, but they came out of the gates hot. Then in the second quarter for the the women's team, they only scored five points in the entire quarter. Westchester only scored eight so shots were not falling in that second quarter at all. Rams still had the lead at halftime. And then once they got into the second half, they really started to pull away. Fourth quarter especially, putting up 25 points in that quarter to kind of cement the victory. Taking a look now at the box score, Abby Beeman, no surprise there. She was the leading scorer with 18 points. She shot four of nine from three, six of 13 from the field. She had eight rebounds as well. Marley McLaughlin was the second leading scorer, 16 points for her. She shot 7 of 12, so a good efficient shooting night for her. Then Sydney Clayton and Megan Shipley, actually, were both uh, in double figures last night. They both had 10 points, so another good game for Shipley. She's a freshman player, so she's uh, she's coming to the starting lineup. She's starting to play meaningful minutes, and she had a double-digit scoring night last night, so a good game for her. The rest of the bench didn't do a whole lot for Shepard, but... Again, when you have three dynamic scorers like Beeman, Clayton, and McLaughlin, you really don't need that much offensive production from your bench. So, again, the shots were, were kind of, you know, the offense were, they, they struggled at some points to make some jumpers. They shot 27 of 57 from the field in the game, 7 of 18 from three. Only six free throws in the entire game yesterday for Shepard. So, but they made four of them, you know, 65 points in the game. So the offense was a little bit slow. It took them a little while to find their footing. But once they did, they pulled away in the second half and got a good road win. So they're 17-3 and now on the year. Um, they are 11-3 and in the conference. So they've improved their conference standing a lot. I think this win is really going to help them moving forward in the Eastern Division to try and maybe put a late-season run together and win that division. Now, taking a look for the men's team last night, they were also on the road at Westchester and they did not have the success that the women's team had. They lost by 13, 70 to 57, uh, after beating this Westchester team here uh, in Shepherdstown on Monday. So not the best performance for them uh, in that road game. Kyle Daggett had another great game. Didn't score 20, as he has been known to do the last couple of games, but he was close. He had 18 in the loss last night, five rebounds, shot seven of 11 
from the floor. Philip Jordan, actually, the starting point guard, had another good game. 12 points for him, shot 5 of 13, didn't make a 3 on 4 attempts, but he had 3 rebounds as well. He's really starting to emerge for this Ram team uh, because of all the injuries they've had. He's starting to emerge as a scoring weapon for them, which he hadn't been before. So another good game for him. Jordan Gibson, who uh, was integral in the win on Monday night against Westchester, uh, hit the 3 Um Late in that game that gave the Rams the lead that they would eventually never lose. He had another good game last night. 11 points for him. uh, Shot 5 of 6 from the foul line. So those 5 points there were important. The rest of the Ram team were kind of, you know, they they didn't do much, very very much on offense. John Preston, who had been a 20-point scorer for the Rams the last couple games, only had 3 points in the loss last night. 1 of 6 shooting from the field. 1 of 3 from three-point range so for a guy that had been scoring 20 points hitting four or five threes a game very quiet night for him um same thing for cam stevens another guy who was leaned on a little bit more offensively after the loss of daniel mclean corley and other players uh he only had five points in the game two of six shooting five rebounds so another quiet night for him he had a quiet night on monday as well so the Rams really starting to lean on Kyle Daggett some more. P.J. Jordan's getting more scoring opportunities. Gibson had another good game. So, you know, the Rams offensively, they're still missing some pieces, of course. DMC has been hurt for a while. Um, Gerard Robinson, the freshman guard, who's played some meaningful minutes, he's also been hurt. So they're missing some guys, but they were able to get some good production last night. Still a loss, but you can build on this going forward. Yeah, you definitely can. And obviously back in action Saturday at Bloomsburg, I believe, is correct on there. Uh, But that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, it's family-owned and operated and located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back, we'll be joined by head football coach for the Shepherd Rams, Ernie McCook, to talk about their 2022 recruiting class. That's in two minutes on the Sports Mix when we return. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. The WBU Cancer Institute at Berkeley Medical Center provides integrated cancer services delivered by highly trained physicians, nurses, and support staff in one convenient location. Learning that you or a loved one has cancer is devastating. We trust that you can take comfort in knowing the best and comprehensive cancer care services are available close to home. For more info on WBU Medicine's cancer infusion services or to speak to a nurse navigator, call 304-267-1944. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. 
Safety doesn't come from owning a handgun. It's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off of I-81 Exit 5 at Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on the six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Valley Guns 2 will conduct these classes on February 26 and March 12 at their Inwood location. Master the basics with Basic Handgun 1, taught by NRA-certified instructors. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or call 304-229-4411. Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix, 1232 here in the Eastern Panhandle. As uh, day after National Signing Day, we're now joined by a head coach for the Shepherd Rams football team, head coach Ernie McCook. How are you doing today, Coach McCook? I'm doing great. I hope you guys are doing well, too. We're doing well, and you guys made some big moves in the last couple days, signing a lot of players. Obviously had a lot of players come back for an extra year uh, due to that COVID mm-hmm. season and uh, obviously needed to reload. So you guys uh, have got a few people still waiting for some more. Sure. I'll tell you what, it was a pretty exciting day yesterday. We feel like we've added like 32 uh, really good football players that are great fits for Shepherd University, our football program, and we're excited to, as they have all joined our football family. We've got a few more out still that we're waiting just to cross the T's and dot the I's on NLI's. And I think we're going to have a really stout class uh, feeling really good about it. But I think everybody feels good about their class at this point. Coach, obviously, you know, you lose a lot of seniors from last year. So uh, this class is pretty important. Um, How do you feel that you address some of your needs? And uh, I guess how would you evaluate this recruiting class? Well, I can tell you right now, I think our coaches did a remarkable job and putting a great class and really fitting some needs that, you know, with the tremendous losses we had with the class that just finished up, I mean, the graduate, the guys that just finished up their careers. Um, we, you know, we were behind the eight ball a little bit. Uh, you know, we had uh, quite a bit of a staff turnover last spring when spring recruiting is pretty big. Uh, we replaced really, we replaced six new coaches um, then we get in and between, I think it was May 1st and July 30th. So spring recruiting, summer camp recruiting was uh, really sparse for us as guys were relocating into our area, moving here, kind of, be- kind of become familiar with our current team. And uh, then we go and we have a great season, go 13-2, and two, play to the middle of December. And that takes us right up to the holidays. And then after the holidays, we went to the uh, – National Football Coaches Convention in Texas and came back and we had a bunch of coaches that had to quarantine due to COVID. So we had to cancel our first weekend visits. And uh, our guy, our coaches really were challenged and uh, our players stepped up that are currently in the program. Our coaches worked their butts off to really recruit some what I think are some great kids and really good football players and good fits for us. How does the, this year's signing class compare to uh, previous ones? I think it's, um, you know, I, there it's a larger signing class than we typically would have had. 
Um, I think it has a lot to do with having the COVID year, having a lot of guys extend their eligibility. So we look at 30 with 32 signees right now. Uh, with the 32, um, you know, it's um, you know there are just a lot of a lot of guys that are we're filling in with, and uh, we'll have some of these guys will play early. I would think um, a lot of them will have to develop and become solid backup roles, but it is going to be the core of, of our football team moving forward here in 2022. And some local players coming there, and you guys made definitely looked like you made a push here in the last couple of weeks to bring in a lot of those players for the visits, uh, specifically uh, from Martinsburg. You got Christian Slack. Uh, we talked to him yesterday a little bit after he signed. Uh, what do you think that this program, you know, definitely shows in the local area, especially when you have a guy like Tyson Bajant there, uh, kind of hyping his former teammates and people that his brother goes to school with in high school, kind of hyping them up to your program? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, we want to make sure we do a really good job locally, um, and and we want guys to really have a feel good about being in our football program, and that we're in a good spot for them. Uh, Christian, we felt, was a really solid lineman. Uh, it really put some really good tape together on the defensive side of the ball and offensive side of the ball. He's coming in as a defensive lineman, and I think he connected with our defensive line coach, Coach Fonneroy, uh, really well. Had a great visit, uh, really carried himself well, super family. Um, and I could tell he wanted, you know, obviously signing with us, wants to be here at Shepherd and be a part of the program. Uh, having Sammy Roberts from Jefferson and um, Kaysen uh, Lanza, the tight end as well, from Jefferson. So those are three real good local guys that really grew up in the shadows of uh, Ram Stadium and probably had gone to games while they were in middle school and high school and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool having those guys in the, in the program. Uh, we also have uh, Dominic Buskey who signed, who was at Spring Mills up until his senior year, then transferred to DeMatha, and uh, he is coming back home uh, and joining our football program. Coach, uh, who are some guys that you expect to either compete for some roles this year or maybe even some uh, transfers that are coming in and you're excited about? Well, we we have um, you know we, we did add two three mid year transfers. Uh, Dwayne Grantham from Martinsburg is in school in our program. Uh, we're really excited about what he brings to the table for us on the defensive side of the ball, um, as well as Daryl Overton is a Northern Virginia guy who transferred from VMI, but he's also the nephew of Howard Jones, who was All American here course a few years back and uh, those two guys are going to give us some great depth on the defensive side of the ball they're here um, really getting a good feel for uh, they're going to just they're just going to be ahead and we know they're both really good players we were you know knew them out of high school and the fact that we have those two guys in here in the spring for spring ball and winter conditioning is all going to be a good deal for I think it's going to be good for everybody so those are the transfers we're feeling good about. Uh, we didn't; those are the only tra- the only transfers we really went after because uh, they were good fits for us and our institution. I would assume that I feel confident that we will continue and add some transfers here as we get into the May 
cycle as guys go through the spring balls at other institutions. And if there's a, a chance to get another guy like Chan Schwartz or Jonathan Moss uh, that would come in and, and do a good job for us, we'll do that. When does uh, you and your coaching staff really get to go hands-on with these uh, new signees and get them into the program? Well, if any of them were to come here for the summer school, they would be involved in our strength program with our strength coach. Uh, but mostly August. All the new signees will be here in August uh, for the first day of camp. And obviously you guys, as a Division two school, you guys definitely kind of use that regional recruiting as a as a big portion to what you're doing and uh when you look at who you've recruited most of if not all of them from you know either the eastern panhandle or from maryland virginia washington dc how nice is it for you guys to be in a very especially in northern virginia baltimore area to be a very football fertile area you know it is a tremendous area and you know we we when the recruits come on campus, I, I'd like to share with them that, you know, we're going to recruit from within a two-and-a-half-hour radius of our school and that if they can look at the roster and they can see a lot of guys that, that are from their local areas and that we are going to try and be great locally, uh, be a great, uh, you know, as, like a program that attracts local players and that we're able to have success. That, and that doesn't mean every local player is going to come to Shepherd. Uh, some some kids want to go farther away from home, and sometimes it's just not a good fit on our part because it's important for me and our coaching staff that everybody we recruit, there's a good fit. Um, and it could be, I mean, that fit could be, we could just have a lot of guys at the same position. And it, we can't, you know, logjam that position group by just uh, bringing a, a guy in from any certain area. So, but we want to make sure that it's we are a we are a destination program for the regional area. As we are talking with head coach of the Shepherd Rams, Ernie McCook, and uh, going now towards the scholarship side as a new scholarship for your uh, football players, the TB2 Harland Hill one named after uh, Tyson Bajan. Can you just talk to us a little bit about that scholarship and if it was uh, used for any of these signees this year? Um, you know, it is it is going to be used. Uh, the, the foundation is still setting the parameters of that scholarship. Um, but you know what? That's just a credit to Tyson, uh, the success he's had at Shepherd University, and how many people really care about Tyson Bajan from this school and support this football program. Uh, I, you know, just the energy when he, you know he had the year that he had when Harlan Hill Award and our alums coming up with the idea, let's come together and. Do a, do a scholarship in Tyson's honor, you know, and I, I, you know, I think that's really awesome, and that is a credit to Tyson Bajan, but it's also a credit to our football program and our alumni and friends of this football program. That we have a lot of people that are passionate that do a tremendous job in supporting us, and our athletics director, he, and we have a gridiron club. We have a lot of people that work behind the scenes. Um, at, at this university that that support our football team. Um, I thought about the season we had and 
I had a chance to reflect on the season, and then I thought about all the things that have to go in place and who is a part of helping us have the success we have had. Obviously, our players, our coaches, you know, but, you know, it's amazing when you sit there and think about the admissions director and their staff that help our kids through the admissions process, Uh, the financial aid office, the housing office that help those guys and help all our students. And then I think about the facilities people who always make sure that we have a great facility to practice and play in. Um, I think about the people who work in our athletic department that help in every little bit, and it really is a community uh, effort that's able to help us put a football program and have the success that we've had last year, or really over the last several years, um, or really longer than that. Um, but there's a lot of people involved, and I think it's it speaks volumes for Shepherd University the community and the people who care about this university and our football program. Coach, I wanted to ask you uh, something that's not necessarily related to recruiting, but it somewhat is. Uh, obviously, you know, Tyson put his name in the portal, and I wanted to, I guess, know what your initial reaction was to that and what did you guys kind of talk about and uh, how exciting is it to have him back? Well, well, it was, um, you know, I had a chance to talk to Tyson's dad and Tyson, you know, tell, told him I, I, I had a feeling the way things were playing out that uh, people were going to reach out to him. And I wanted – and I met with Tyson separately, and I told him, I said, hey, man, we, we'll support anything you want to do if you want to go out there and, you know, search it out and you know, see what's out there for you. And, uh, you know, of course, he was, I think, appreciative of that communication we had. A couple days later, he wants to meet with me, and we have the uh, – conversation where he says he wants to just test it out wants to see what's out there for him he kind of shared with me what he specifically would what would it would take for him to leave Shepard and um you know I obviously have I respected that and you know that the way he communicated it to me and and I understood you know he his family was behind him and I think when you see the social media post of how many people really love Tyson Bajan and appreciate Tyson Bajan that are part of the Shepherd University football program, I saw nothing but positive posts in support of Tyson. So he went through the process, made it a couple visits, uh, you know, had a ton of interest from the FCS, the FBS schools. I'm sure Division II schools all reached out to him. And he did a couple visits, and I know it was hard on him. And he, uh, him and his family kind of went through it and made the decision. And uh, Tyson kept me in, he was in great communication through the entire process. So even when he put himself in the portal, he and I had several conversations about where he was, who he was visiting. Uh, he was just a stand-up, mature guy about the whole process. Um, so it was, but I can tell you, I didn't sleep well uh, the whole time. Uh, it wasn't something I was uh, excited about for me personally. But I was happy for him, and uh, we had a plan. If Tyson did leave, we would have we had a plan in place. Um, but with that being said, he called me. I think it was on a Tuesday night, maybe uh, maybe Monday night. It was a Monday night, and he said, "Hey, coach, I just want to call and let you know I'm taking myself out of the portal." 
And I was like, man, that's great. And he had, you know, we had, we chit chatted about it a little bit and hung up the phone. And I was, uh, I was actually laid my head down on the pillow. And it was the first night in a long time that I slept through the night. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole time, you know, I always tell people, like, they're asking me how I was doing with it, with Tyson in the portal. I slept like a baby. I woke up every couple of hours and cried. <laughs> <laughs> Did it ever so make I'm you worried there uh, when you saw like the social media photos with him with Neil Brown? Did that did that make you? Was that kind of part of it? Well, if anybody knows me, know like knows how I post on social media. I actually because of I didn't want to get too emotionally involved in it, I, even though I was, I really stayed off of social media during that time frame. Um, you know, just, I, I, I would look at it. Yeah. Yes. I was worried. Absolutely. I'm not going to, you know, I mean, I think he's the best player in the country. I think if he had gone to West Virginia or any other school, he would have been the guy. Um, you know, I have a lot of confidence in Tyson Bajan. Um, and the way I look at it, who, who wouldn't have wanted him? And, um, you know, so that's, how I, that, that's, how I, I look at it. Um, I've also had the privilege of knowing Tyson for a really long time and coaching him. And there is not a better football player in the country. I can tell you that right now at any level. Any team that takes a shot at Tyson at the next level um, is going to have an opportunity to get a great kid and a great player, a great competitor um, by all means. So, when the you know I can give you all the politically correct things to say tell you yes I was upset about it um, I didn't sleep well um, because I really care but I mean the kid is fun to coach he's a once in a lifetime guy to coach um, and the fact that he's staying I'm thrilled about that and it's my job and our coach's job to make sure we put the most competitive team on the field in 2022. All right, coach. Congrats on the big signing class, and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day. That was head coach for the Shepherd Rams football team, head coach Ernie McCook. Great question there, Nick, to end it out. Uh, it's been on my mind for a while. Um, you know, I didn't know how much he would talk about it. I guess when it was going on, I figured he probably wouldn't. So, you know, now that it's all happened, it's over with, figured we, we'd get to that. Uh, question it was nice to hear a little bit of the details that kind of went on behind the scenes there you go that was uh we interviewed head coach ernie mccook for the shepherd rams football team that does it for this segment of the sports mix brought to you in part by hagerstown ford revolutionizing the car buying experience buy your next vehicle online they'll deliver it to you if you don't like it they'll take it back go to hagerstownford.com for more we come back on the other side of this break we'll uh, wrap up today's show we'll talk a little wizards and caps next when we come back in two minutes you were staying in i was feeling like myself for the first time in a long time this is eric at hagerstown ford over the last decade the way we buy things have evolved now you get on your phone click want it and it shows up at your front door at hagerstown ford it is that convenient we've changed the car buying experience on the i-81 corridor forever and with a return policy better than walmart there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car truck or suv anywhere else just like amazon hagerstown ford will deliver the vehicle to you where you are and on your time and if you don't want it return it no questions asked why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back and forth games 
Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Whether you're heading to a high school, college, or professional football game, Johnny's has all your tailgating go-tos. Delicious wings, meatballs, shrimp, burgers, and dogs. Plus, Johnny's has everything you need to serve it all up. Party trays, utensils, plates, cups, and more. Stop by either of our two great locations, 1456 Winchester Avenue, Martinsburg, and Route 11 South in Chambersburg. Burke Schultz, Harmon, and Jenkinson, where accident, injury, and disability lawyers with over 120 years combined local trial experience. When injury or illness has stopped you from working, you may be eligible for Social Security disability. Ron Harmon has been winning disability claims for over a quarter of a century. Don't hire some out-of-state firm. Ron Harmon's in Martinsburg. He will meet with you right here in our office. Get a local lawyer you can trust. Call 304-LAWYERS for a free consultation. 304-LAWYERS or 304-263-0900. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your February 3rd, 2022, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer Pienick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, our intern, running things on the TV10 side, Avery Newport. Happy to have you with us here as uh, we wind things down on today's edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, Caps and Wizards in action last night. Caps in action in the last game before the All-Star break. Late news yesterday afternoon, Alex Ovechkin gets COVID-19. He's out last night, and he's out for the All-Star game. Just on the show after I talked about him being in the All-Star game for the first time in a while. Uh, but the Caps fell last night 5-3 to three to Edmonton at home. They were down 3-0, stormed back, got goals from... Um, Kuznetsov and Eller, um, along with who else, Colin? Do you know? I think it was Dow. Sherry. Connor Sherry, Sherry okay. and Dat. And uh, no, he had a big hit. I think so. And then Hathaway put uh, Evander Kane, who was back in the league after his uh, betting misconduct or yeah. something along those lines. Like I didn't want to follow that because it just was weird. I don't know. Uh, but the Caps stormed back to tie it at three in the third period. Uh, but then they gave two straight goals in the last 248. And now they're on to the All-Star break. They'll be back for their next game Tuesday the 8th. Uh, Tom Wilson replaces Ovechkin in the All-Star game. So Kuznetsov and Wilson will be in the All-Star game. But Caps fall uh, and it was to end the break. Night because the first goal hit goal to make it a 4-3 to three after you already came back to tie it up. 3-3 after being down 3-0 was a shorthanded goal. You had a power play, which you've been getting better at the past couple games with 
three minutes left and they allowed a shorthanded goal and then had to go empty net and that's what made it 5-3 but it, it just frustrates me that they've been struggling with this power play which they're usually so good at maybe it was because Ovechkin wasn't in but even when he has been in this year they're still I think at like 30th in the league well because so. they kind of found out Ovechkin he still has almost 30 goals. I know, which is crazy to think. But, I, I mean, they're on the break. They'll get a little time off, uh, and then they'll be back at it next week. And Wizards then two guys. Well, we'll get to that. I know. I was gonna... You trying to jump the gun on me, Colin? He's just trying to segue the segment. Well, I'm not done yet. I was saying they'll be back in action on Tuesday. They got two guys in the All-Star game. Now another team in action last night, snapping a six-game losing streak where the Wizards, they beat – Philadelphia 76ers 106-103 and a key block here uh, from Kyle Kuzma that saved the day. Chance of defense. Then Woody near midcourt. Now he drives down to the left block. Couple pump fakes back. No, missed the layup. And Popcorn's out to Harris. 16 seconds left. Harris now behind him. Then B broken up by Dinwiddie. And B gets it back. And B drives. Go to the basket. Blocked. Blocked by Kyle Kuzma. Six seconds left. And we have a whistle. Wizards lead 102 100. Kyle Kuzma with the block. Makes both 106 103. From the backcourt, Niang, baseball pass up court to Embiid through his hands. Buzzer sounds. Wizards win. Wizards win. 106 103. Go figure. The Wizards' six game losing streak ends in Philadelphia, beating the team they last enjoyed a victory against back in Washington. There you go. That game was on Martin Luther King Day, the last time they won a game, but. Get that win, 106-103. Spencer Dinwiddie had his first career triple-double. Uh, 14 points, 12 boards, 10 assists. Kind of came alive last night. I mean, he shot like 4 of 16, so yeah, we can still trade him. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's a little hype up the trade there. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Van Gundy, Stan Van Gundy, I think it was, who said, uh, you know, just because you get a triple-double in the NBA doesn't mean you played a good game. So. <laughs> That is accurate. I think Westbrook yeah. shows that pretty much every night. I would say that's accurate. Um, but, you know, good win for the Wizards. It's nice to see them win. It doesn't matter at this point, I think, in terms of if they win or lose because, well, they're not going to do anything come playoff time. But well, I mean, if my logic's correct, they beat Philly, went on the losing streak, beat Philly again, so now they'll go on a winning streak until they play Philly again. That's right? interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Logical. I don't know how logical that is. I don't know when yeah. they play Philly again. Exactly. Uh, by then, Bradley Beal might be playing for Philly. Who knows? Whoa. Okay, Nick. Just saying. All right. Uh, as we wind things no inside down, speculation or tonight. No inside sources on that. Yes. Yeah. No. No. Uh, no sources telling you that uh, tonight, though, on Talk Radio WRNR, you can tune into the Bob Huggins Coaches Show for the Mountaineer Sports Network, seven to nine p.m. And on TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube, you can tune into some girls basketball action. Colin and Nick will be on the call as Musselman is at Martinsburg. Uh, you guys ready for tonight's game? Yeah, no Jim. Nick is a uh, great substitute to come in, though. Jim, if you're tuning in, I uh, hope you feel better soon so that you can be back on the headset again. So, excited, though. It's a rivalry game. Maybe Cadence... Bradley and Anaya Gideon will be back from Martinsburg. Don't know, but Musselman uh, wants to get back in the win column as well. So we'll see. 
Yeah, both teams have kind of had rough seasons so far, but last time it was a pretty competitive game, so hopefully we get another good one tonight. All right, that does it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to head coach for the Shepherd football team, Ernie McCook, for jumping on with us. Uh, shout out to uh, guys at Martinsburg signing Hudson, Clement, Jacob Barrick, Christian Slack for talking with Nick and I yesterday. That does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. For inter- our intern, Avery Newport, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Bruce saying so long. Nick and Colin, we'll talk to you tonight. Yeah.